News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, Israel has imposed a complete siege of the Gaza Strip as overall deaths in the conflict have passed 1,500. And Bell True, the Independence Chief International Correspondent, is in Tel Aviv and joins us. Bell, what's the mood like there at the moment? Well, we just actually just got off a briefing with the Israeli military who said that they have finally almost completely sealed off the border fences with Gaza. There are small firefights still taking place down in the south, um, but there haven't been any infiltrations overnight. So they're getting in control of the south. But it's still obviously very, very tense. 300,000 reservists have been called up, the military said this morning. And they're also dealing, of course, with tensions on the border with Lebanon after yesterday's um, exchange of fire. So the moment, the feeling is, is one that's pretty tense, but also determined. The Israeli military said that they will continue their strikes on Gaza. Um, obviously, Hamas has said that they will execute the hostages. They, ha- they have, we think, in excess of 100 hostages any time an unwarned, an unwarned uh, hit occurs on a Palestinian house. How is that being viewed in Israel currently? This is one of the biggest fears, of course, of people here in Israel. I've been talking pretty much nonstop since Saturday with family members and relatives of those people who are missing, believed to have been taken hostage into Gaza. And it is the thing that they are the most frightened of, um, is is that their loved ones will be um, either killed by Hamas in retaliation for different things that happen in Gaza, or they will be killed in the airstrikes because Israel is heavily bombing Gaza at the moment. I was just literally talking late last night with the brother of one woman, of um, one a man, sorry, who's missing, believed to be in Gaza. His girlfriend was also missing with him. Her, her body was found um, just overnight. So we're getting sort of a drip feed of information and it's, it's changing every single day. But definitely here, people are extremely concerned. Yeah, this is one of the biggest difficulties for Israel. Israel has said, that they will they will act as if the, the hostages they they won't take that in, into account in, in the kind of blanket bombing of Gaza is that correct they need basically what the Israeli military is saying is that they obviously this is something that they're very concerned about but they don't know exactly where the hostages are being held or at least they're not saying publicly that they, they're saying publicly that they don't know at the same time they have vows to send an extremely uh, loud message to Hamas and also all of its um, affiliated organisations around the world that this cannot happen again. They talked about an unprecedented response to an unprecedented um, attack. So I think that, you know, the, the, reading between the lines, that means that they may realise that they have, you know, will, will cause the, the death of, of some of the hostages because of their doing this very heavy airstriking mm-hmm. of Gaza. The, the siege of Gaza no electricity, no water, no food. How long can the people of Gaza, about two and a quarter million people in, in that tiny little strip, how long can they hold out, do we think, under these types of conditions? This is a very alarming, um, you know, point here is we just don't know. I think it's important to mention that Gaza has already been under a 16-year-long blockade by Israel and Egypt since Hamas violently took over the Strip in 2007. That means electricity, water, food supplies, medical supplies have already been strangled to the Strip before this total siege was announced yesterday by the defence minister. I was speaking to medics in Gaza yesterday who told me even before all of this happened, they already were missing 50% of the essential drug lists. They were lacking things like disposable medical gloves and antibiotics. 
Now they say they have only, at the moment, they only have four hours of power. That will go probably down to nothing. Now that when Israel cuts off the electricity, they have, they have at the moment water once every three days because the pumps can't run because there's no electricity. That again will go down to nothing. There's no vegetables already. There's no fruits in the market. They're extremely worried. And actually human rights organizations have said this could amount to collective punishment because it's very important to make this very clear. There are two, you know, over two million people in Gaza. Mm. They are not all Hamas. There are civilians many of whom um, oppose Hamas and pay for that themselves, um, who are now very, very frightened. They have nowhere to go. They have no shelter and they soon will have no food. Okay. And and finally, Belle, the, the kind of the, the broader context of this, obviously uh, you mentioned Hezbollah and Lebanon, the, the tightening of the West Bank region. This is escalating on, on several fronts. Have you have you a view on, on, on where this is going other than all out war? Well, speaking to the Israeli military just a few minutes ago, they said that the border with Lebanon right now in the north is comparatively quiet. We obviously saw an um, exchange of fire between um, militant groups in Lebanon and Israel. We also had the infiltration um, of uh, Palestinian, Palestinian Islamic Jihad members from Lebanon through into Israel yesterday as well, which resulted in the killing of at least one Israeli soldier, um, a, a lieutenant colonel. So they're obviously very alarmed by that. There's, there's a history of war there between Israel and Lebanon. And you know Hezbollah has military capability that Hamas doesn't have. Mm. You know, they've been fighting in, in Syria. They have some serious heavy weaponry. My personal reading is Hezbollah does not want to get be dragged into this. They, I don't believe that they were directly involved in the planning of what happened. For them, they're dealing with many problems back at home in Lebanon. Lebanon is a collapsed state with a completely collapsed economy. Um, but there's, of course, you know, tensions also with the West Bank. The West Bank has been incredibly yeah. violent over the last year. So we'll have to see how this happens. But Israel could be fighting three fronts. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us this morning. Do stay safe. That is Bell True there, the Independence Chief International Correspondent in Tel Aviv. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.